This is Angelique Kijo, and you are listening to People Powered Radio, KPFK 90.7 FM Los Angeles, 98.7 FM Santa Barbara, and worldwide on the web at www.kpfk.org. If you believe in radio not sponsored by corporations or sponsored by you, the people, please call and make your pledge at 818-985-5735. That is 818-985-5735. Peace and love. You're going to love this. Just love it. Yeah, you better. You better. You bet. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I do, I do. I got the feeling that something right. It's not. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. And I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs. To the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yep. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle. Yes, I am stuck in the middle with you. For another very live broadcast right here on KPFK Pacifica Radio, 90.7 FM in Los Angeles, 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM in San Diego. 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake, and of course, coast to coast and around the globe on kpfk.org, on the Stitcher app, on the TuneIn app, on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Indie Media Weekly, iTunes, you can run, but you can't hide. Yes, it's your Bradcast. I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly citizen investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, and all-around Swell fellow, says me, and today we have a chance to find out if you agree. Uh, That's right, we've got another uh, fun drive show here, but we are going to cover a lot, a lot of content along the way. But if you would like to support this program, specifically this program, along with this station KPFK, along with this network Pacifica Radio, Our phone number to do that today is 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. This is your chance to vote for the Bradcast, your chance to vote for more Bradcast, your chance to vote for the Bradcast every day of the week if you want. Just let the folks know when you call uh, to donate. We've got... um, uh, some uh, an amazing uh, package to give to you today, uh, and I'll go. Well, you know what? Let me just very quickly name the package, and then we'll get into some uh, important content and why the entire package is important. Uh, we are offering today Brad's Election Integrity DVD Super Pack. Now, this is not uh, the evil type of super pack. This is the good kind of super pack. It's a super package of all of my favorite, or at least three of my favorite, election integrity documentaries in one package, all signed by the filmmakers. Um, Murder, Spies, and Voting Lies, the Clint Curtis story by Patty Sheriff. Uncounted, The New Math of American Elections by David Earnhardt. Free for All. Some Dude's Quest to Save Democracy by John Wellington Ennis. And John Ennis happens to be in studio with us uh, shortly. We're going to talk to him about Free For All and about his new film, Pay to Play, which premieres next week. So you can get any or all of those three DVDs for $75. You can get uh, all three of them, and you should get the whole super pack for $150. And for 200 or more, you can have all three, plus two tickets to next week's premiere of uh, John Ennis's newest documentary, Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stakes. Much more on all of that coming up. But if you want to uh, uh, get in on any of that, and I hope you do, because it does support our work here, 818-985-5735 is our phone number to do that. Uh, you know, we do talk about a lot on uh, on the, the broadcast on all sorts of things, all sorts of things that are not heard um, elsewhere in the media. 
uh, let's put it that way. But perhaps, of course, we are best known for our work on election integrity, and so that's where we're going to focus on that today and on our work on environmental stuff. And Desi Doyen will be joining us, our producer, my co-host on the Green News Report. Uh, She will be joining us throughout the hour as well, and we will have a fresh Green News Report for you, as usual, a little bit later in the show, as the uh, Pacific Northwest burns As we find out that June was the hottest June on record globally. Oh, you deniers may want to, you know, turn your ears away, avert your ears. Uh, And as we find out that the oil industry out here in California has been poisoning our clean water aquifer for years. Uh, We only find that out now that we need those aquifers during the worst drought on record. But first, I have been talking about Mississippi and the Republican primary for U.S. Senator out there between six-term incumbent Republican Senator Thad Cochran and Tea Party challenger Chris McDaniel. Now, uh, Chris McDaniel barely lost his race in the Republican primary on June 3rd. I'm sorry, Cochran barely lost to McDaniel on June 3rd, but neither candidate received more than 50 percent of the vote. So it moved to a runoff on June 24th. And in that runoff, Cochran appealed to Democrats and he reportedly won. Uh, I say reportedly because in Mississippi, much of the state, most of the state still uses 100 percent unverifiable touchscreen voting systems. So we don't really know who won. We don't really know who lost. Uh, McDaniels is claiming fraud and that he intends to challenge the race somehow. But he's uh, challenging who voted, not really whether the system recorded their votes accurately. He can't. He can't challenge that because, as I say, it's a 100 percent unverifiable touchscreen system. So who really won out in Mississippi? We will likely never know. But as we've long pointed out on the Bradcast and at bradblog.com, it's not just the touchscreen systems that are a concern. It's also the paper ballot optical scan systems. You may remember, uh, I think it was a year or two ago, 2012, I think March of 2012, we had the Palm Beach County, Florida Supervisor of Elections on this show just after she happened to notice that the OpScan systems the paper ballot op-scan systems in uh, in an election out there had named uh, three races incorrectly. And it was just complete luck that she noticed. Only a hand count of those paper ballots sorted out the mess. Uh, two of the races had uh, different candidates were named the winners. But only because she noticed and only because she hand counted the paper ballots. Well, out here in California over the weekend, you may have heard or you may not have heard, uh, we have been having a uh, a recount, if you will. I shouldn't say recount because uh, we didn't count these ballots in the first place. They were tallied by optical scan computers out here in California where we are lucky enough for the most part to have paper ballots. But if you don't bother to count the paper ballots who knows who won and who lost? Well, what we learned from this uh, from this recount, it was a statewide recount. It was the closest election in state history. It was the controller's race, the chief election officer for the state of California. The election was held June 3rd, and it was the primary election. And out here now in California, we've got this top two primary system where the top two uh, vote getters of any party go on to the general election. Well, out here, uh, the Republican in California, out here, the Republican uh, won cleanly first place in the primary. Uh, Ashley Swearingen is her name. But second and third, uh, we don't really know who won. It was the two Democrats battling it out, former House Speaker, uh, Assembly Speaker uh, John Perez Uh, against uh, his Democratic opponent, Betty Yee. When all was said and done, when the race was certified, Betty Yee won, uh, according to the computers, by just 481 votes out of 4.5 million casts. So, of course, Perez asked for a recount. Uh, 
And what did John Perez find out very quickly in that recount? He found exactly what we have been reporting at the Bradcast right here on KPFK on uh, bradblog.com now for years. It is virtually impossible to count the state of California when it comes to ballots, not by hand. You can run them through computers. They're either right or wrong, but by hand... It's either too expensive because registrars just can price anything they want for these recounts, uh, or it just takes too long to count all of the ballots, or as in the case of Los Angeles, where you had, uh, in, in even this small turnout primary, had about a million voters, no one can afford to count that much. It would cost about a million dollars to count L.A. County alone. So the recount ended up being aborted. We have paper ballots out here in California, but if you can't count them, what good are those paper ballots? I wrote about it at bradblog.com, and the fact that it has revealed California, uh, hey, it's a great time to steal an election out here in California. If you do it, there's virtually zero likelihood that you will get caught doing it. Now, uh, election integrity, as we've discussed on the show, is really a three-legged stool as I see it. you got campaign finance, Citizens United and people gaming the system in in advance. We're going to talk about that on this show today with John Ennis uh, momentarily. Access to the polls. We've talked a lot about that over the past several months. Photo ID laws, cutting voting hours, making it more difficult to register at all. And, of course, counting the vote. And the three uh, documentaries, uh, great pieces of journalism all that we include in uh, Brad's Election Integrity DVD Super PAC today, all look at uh, really all three of those issues, but specifically on counting the vote, citizen oversight of your own elections. Uh, Now, by the way, I happen to be in all three of these uh, DVDs, but they're good anyway, and you can get them and you should get them at 818-985-5735. Please get all three, $150 for all three, $200 or more to get all three plus tickets, two tickets to next week's premiere of John Ennis's newest documentary, Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stakes, out here in L.A., out in uh, Westwood. Going to get to John Ennis momentarily. But before I do, this clip from uh, Free For All, John Wellington Ennis's film Free For All, Some Dude's Quest to Save Democracy, one of my uh, very favorite uh, election integrity documentaries. I want to play a clip, and then we will bring in the filmmaker live, John Ennis. I love the 4th of July. It reminds me of being a kid again. It's a great day to be American. But the other 364 days a year, it's gotten harder. All the networks have called Florida for Al Gore. Well, we put Florida back into the too close to call category. You're you're saying you're going to take Florida? Yes, we're going to take Florida. In 2000, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Voters were kicked off the voting rolls. Machines malfunctioned and the election was decided by Bush's campaign manager. I hereby declare Governor George W. Bush President of the United States. In 2004, I couldn't believe I was seeing it again. Voters denied machine malfunctions. Bush's campaign manager deciding the election. The 2004 election is over and George Bush has been freely and fairly re-elected president of the United States. I got a bad feeling in my gut. Something is seriously wrong with our elections. I gotta find out what. The problem is, is that Bush didn't win it, but he was declared the winner. The fix was in. And it was one of the first times you got to press the uh, electronic voting machine. When I pressed uh, John Kerry, it went right over to Bush. On election night in 2004, the web servers for the election results in Ohio, where media, 
and the rest of America actually take them from, were suddenly moved in the middle of the night from Ohio to Tennessee by this far-right, wacko, partisan uh, company. The Republican Party, as it turned out, was sending first-class letters to black soldiers with do not forward when they sent back as undeliverable. And the Republicans used that to say this is a suspect voter. What makes that particularly interesting is that it's against the law. The black vote is caged. You post stuff saying, you know, Republicans uh, vote on Tuesday, Democrats on Wednesday. Republicans have been out pushing this notion that uh, there's this massive voter fraud, therefore we need to have photo ID restrictions at the polling place. Photo ID will most definitely disenfranchise uh, potentially anywhere from 20 to 30 million in this country. They can carry out these, these operations with a kind of Machiavellianism that, that, that would have staggered Machiavelli himself. I can't believe how screwed up our elections are. So, what the heck do we do about it? What the heck do we do about it? That was uh, uh, a clip from uh, John Wellington Ennis's Free For All, One Dude's Quest to Save Democracy. That is one of three DVDs we're making available in Brad's Election Integrity Super Pack. The good kind of super pack. Uh, 150 for all three, 200 or more if you all want all three, and two tickets to next week's premiere of John Ennis's new film, Pay to Play Democracy's High Stakes. We'll be talking about that as well in just a few minutes. Joining us now live in studio, filmmaker and activist, co founder of VideoTheVote.org. Director of the great documentary Free for All, One Dude's Quest to Save Democracy, which, by the way, Roger Ebert called uh, engrossing, enraging, and says John Ennis has a lot to say. We'll find out how much he has to say. He's also the director of the upcoming Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stakes, premiering next week out here in uh, Westwood. California. Uh, John has been on a 10-year quest to save democracy, and I think the quest continues. John Ennis, welcome, sir, to the broadcast. Well, thank you so very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is a great jacuzzi, actually. I don't know how you maintain it. <laughs> yeah, sh don't tell everyone. Don't tell it, because that's where, you know, when they buy the Super Pack, it just goes to our jacuzzi here. I thought that, early. yeah, to keep yeah, it yeah. quiet yeah. in the background. Don't yeah. mention it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, in Free For All, One Dude's Quest to Save Democracy, you've got J. Kenneth Blackwell, the former Ohio Secretary of State, Greg Palast, Noam Chomsky, uh, Brad Friedman. Oh, he's good. Handsome. Uh, David Iglesias, Tim Griffin, which who was Karl Rove's former GOP vote cager. And he was rewarded now by being a congressman. Jesse Jackson, John Kerry. Uh, how did you uh, how did you start this quest 10 years ago? And how can it be that both you and I are? still seem to be on that same quest 10 years later. You know, it's really interesting that you even say that. I think stumbling across some of uh, your early writings is what helped spur me into thinking that I might be able to uncover stuff as well uh, in Ohio and that there was definitely stuff uh, that was afoot there. And so that's certainly why I want to be here today why, during your fun drive is to make sure people know that it really matters to support people when they really need it. Interesting. I actually I didn't know I had that influence uh, on you early to, to to start. I'm glad to hear that I did because as I was uh, reviewing today uh, and looking through uh, the documentary and other materials, I was thinking, man, you know, we're sort of on parallel quests here. I mean, it has been uh, you know ten years. Both of us independent uh, journalists. You call yourself an activist. I don't feel like I'm an activist as much, um, but uh, trying to expose stories that uh, the mainstream media does not seem to have time for. I is it necessary to, uh, you know, to, to become a documentary filmmaker these days in order to tell some of these stories? Is that why you ended up doing it as a documentary film versus blogging about it or anything else? Well, it's interesting uh, what documentary serves in uh, these two purposes. The first is to... Uh, you know, back when you were boy blogger, 2004, <laughs> and I stumbled across some of your early stuff. And I was like, you know, there's something to that. I'm sure that we could follow up on that if you just went after it. Uh, 
that's one way back then, you know, that early internet, you know, how else was there to reach people? There was very, there was very little of it out there. And so uh, a documentary was the way that you could get that information and have house parties and motivate other people and explain that sort of worldview in a sitting. But it's interesting now when you see how documentary uh, keeps very recent history in context. And so what we were documenting in 2004 and then 2006 uh, about voter suppression uh, led by J. Kenneth Blackwell, Secretary of State and co-chair of the Bush-Cheney uh, re-election campaign at the same time, uh, what you see is this sort of uh, playbook of voter suppression, which is still uh, very much in effect throughout the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. And while... Uh, you know, voter ID um, as a barrier to voting has uh, definitely um, been uh, increasing and has uh, gotten a lot more attention and is on the front lines right now. You know, you look back at something like what you and I went through during uh, free for all, and uh, there's still so many other ways to throw the election. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's both great to see more and more people uh, brought on. Uh, but it also seems like kind of crazy to be releasing another movie. And remember, you know, when we did this in 2008, this was a really taboo subject still. Nobody yeah. wanted to hear about election fraud. Nobody wanted to hear about voter suppression. And you know what? Uh, what I found out in covering the uh, the California race I was talking about at the top of the show and this recount, they still don't want to talk about it. I, oh, it, not here. Yeah. No. In California, I, you know, I said uh, the uh, statewide California controller's recount, the closest race in the history of the country, the aborted recount. Uh, reveals that it is a great time to steal an election in California. Well, the campaigns I've heard from them, they have been freaking out. Well, we didn't say anybody stole this. We didn't say, I didn't say anybody stole anything either. I said, all it does is it lays out a roadmap because you can't oversee these systems. So we are concerned about access. We talk about that a lot on the show, access to the polls, photo ID restrictions and so forth. But there's still the matter of counting the damn votes. To that end, let me play another clip from Free For All, which I hope you are dialing up and purchasing now in support of KPFK, uh, along with uh, several other films that I'll play some clips from as well. Our phone number is 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Let me play another uh, clip here uh, with with our friend Greg Pallast, uh, also from uh, Free For All, One Dude's Quest to Save Democracy, which is funny, which is smart, which is entertaining, which is not a polemic. Uh, It's actually investigative reporting that is actually entertaining. Another clip from uh, Free For All, One Dude's Quest to Save Democracy. The next spring, between articles about Britney Spears and American Idol, there it was. The theft of the 2004 election in Ohio, in heavily footnoted detail by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I started researching on my own, and I discovered one of RFK's sources, Greg Pallast, a best-selling author and BBC journalist who hunts down voter suppression like a private eye. Jeb Bush and Catherine Harris uh, knocked off tens of thousands of voters. They called them criminals when basically they they were just guilty of voting while black. I I caught up with Pallast in New York while he was running between appearances on Fox News and MSNBC. What's wrong with Ohio? What's wrong with Ohio? Okay, the the problem is is that Bush didn't win it, but he was declared the winner. The fix was in. I was just on Fox TV with some crazy woman. Yeah, George Bush won fair and square by the rules. Well, he didn't win fair or square, but he won by the rules that they ran. The rules. On the playground, the teacher told us, it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But... What if the other side isn't playing fair? These elections, after all the time and money and hot air, they're won by just a few votes. It's like in football, when the players all scramble and fight for the ball in a free-for-all. And if one team gets the ball just a few inches closer, they score a touchdown. And if not, the other team gets possession. With so much at stake, people cheat. If they think they can get away with it. Touchdown! And just a handful of votes, a couple of inches, decide our future. 
yes, if they think they can get away with it. And as I was arguing, uh, that's exactly the message that was sent in California this week. That was from a free for all one dude's quest to save democracy. That dude, John Wellington Annis, is here in studio uh, with us. We are making his uh, documentary pay to uh, I'm sorry, a free for all. Uh, available as part of Brad's Super Election Integrity Pack, your way to support this show, this broadcast, uh, and, of course, this station and independent media, 818-985-5735, if you would do me the favor and uh, and support. And, by the way, I, I, I was told before I came on air, one of our senior producers said, hey, tell them if uh, life's been good to you and if you really want to send a message to this station that you want to hear more broadcast, if life's been good to you and you can afford it, pledge 500 Pledge a thousand. Pledge five thousand, please. We will read your name on the air if you want it. We won't read it on the air if you don't. Uh, John Ennis. Um, so, if they send the message uh, that you know elections can be cheated, uh, people will cheat. Have people heard this message? You've made films about it. You've got your second one coming up uh, soon. I've obviously been blogging about it for ten years. We've got a couple other documentaries. I'm going to play a clip from uh, uh, momentarily. Do people understand this or are all they concerned about is being partisan and no one would possibly steal an election? What's your thought? It's really weird. You know, we were talking about before looking back at this and in the short period of time since I released this, this went from like, oh, that's a pretty interesting theory to like, oh, everyone knows what happened in Ohio. And I'm like, really? When did that happen? That's crazy. And so, you know, it it shows you that this kind of, uh, you know, worldview, it, it takes a little time to seep through and it goes person to person and it goes story to story. And, it, and it's really that uh, individual testimonial of someone who went through it that makes a difference. And so that's why getting this firsthand information from you and people trust you because you're a guy and you're really doing this. It's not like a oh wire God. service. It's not some You're not implying that a girl would not be. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're saying. You're not. A, it, it's not a, a blank name. You I know, see. you've yes. really you've really lived up and, and pursued this for so long. And so that's why. uh you know, I think it really does have an impact. And I think it has, you know, driven that ball as they keep moving it to suppress people in different ways is because people like you, you know, make it so difficult for them. Are are you finding, uh, are you hearing more from uh, Republicans who are now concerned about election integrity now that they feel, oh, there's Democrats are in power, there's uh, a Democrat in the White House. Uh, Have you noticed any particular difference between the Bush era and the Obama era when it comes to concerns about election integrity? You know, yeah, I would say that what I have encountered is this uh, the latest incarnation, which has been through True the Vote. I don't know if you've talked about them at length, but True the yeah, Vote. Yeah, they're crazy people. They're, they're nuts. crazy, lying people. They're crazy. And I've engaged them several times online. And, and what they do, I mean, it's, it's really become this like uh, immense history where suddenly all these people came from out of nowhere and voted. And it's just, you know... You, in a very short period of time, you can hear them go from like, oh, dozens of people were convicted. Well, there was well, one person who said in New York they saw someone and they were intimidated by it. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Did, you put something in quotes saying dozens of convictions to the – whoa. And just like and, – and, and that gets out there. And so the more you knock it down, the more they scatter away like roaches. Those people have been trying to keep people from voting, uh, the, pay, the uh, uh, true the vote uh, clowns, the right-wingers. Um, but there were – you know, throughout uh, the Bush era – uh, we worked with a lot of Republicans who said they understood that, you know, if you can screw with a vote uh, for Democrats, then you can screw with a vote for Republicans. And so a lot of people in the real election integrity community were not afraid to call out Democrats, uh, you know, whether they were Republican or Democrat. It really was a, a sort of a transpartisan uh, coalition. Let me play another uh, clip, John Ennis, uh, from Uncounted, also available as part of Brad's Election Integrity Super PAC. I want to make sure to play uh, something from this and from murder spies voting lies coming up uh, shortly. Uh, Let me go to, uh, yeah, let's go to uncounted. Speaking of uh, Republicans and transpartisan coalitions, uh, one of them in here, you'll hear a voice. This is a trailer from Uncounted, The New Math of American Elections, a film, a great film, award-winning documentary, won the uh, San Diego Best Documentary uh, award uh, by David Earnhardt. One of the voices you'll hear is a Republican election official from Utah who was fired because he had the temerity to allow someone to come in and look at his voting machine uh, to make sure it couldn't be uh, corrupted. And of course, they 
found out it could be. Go figure. From Uncounted, the new math of American elections. The voters turned out in record numbers and delivered an historic victory. Aides say the president sees his victory as a clear mandate. Everything we know about this election tells us the exit polls were right. George Bush lost this election. The scope of the theft is almost unfathomable. When some of the precincts, there was an 80% undervote. That means eight out of 10 people who came to the poll did not care enough about the presidential race to vote. I don't think so. The targeting of people of color is very computerized. We had testimony that some people stayed 12 hours in the line. And it was so blatantly obvious that the inner city machines were missing. Computers are the new 21st century threat to the voting process. With these machines, you can alter the outcome of the national election undetectably. There's this new breed of activists who no longer trust the way our election system goes. Mr. Curtis, are there programs that can be used to secretly fix elections? Yes. I wrote a prototype for President Congressman Tom Feeney that did just that. In the 2000 election, there were 180,000 uncounted votes in Florida. He had a very simple concept, that you should be able to verify your vote, just like you can verify the money you get out of an ATM machine. I put in that tape and start listening. It was smoking gun proof that Diebold was using illegal, uncertified software in their voting machines, that they knew it was illegal. It could change the outcome of every election. Whoever was in power could stay in power. What he found was an extraordinary threat to national security. The notion of stolen elections is something we assign to third world countries, but not to this beacon of freedom and democracy that we'd like to view ourselves as. We are back live at your beacon of democracy, the broadcast on KPFK Pacifica Radio. That was from Uncounted, the new math of American elections. Uh, you may have recognized my voice in there. Uh, I'm, I'm in that documentary as well. Uh, it can be had along with Murder, Spies, and Voting Lies, which I'm going to get to in a second, uh, and John Wellington Ennis's free-for-all one dude's quest to save democracy. I promise you will not just be informed, but you will actually be interested I'm not going to waste your time with documentaries to teach you a lesson, to give you a polemic. I want to actually entertain you. Uh, and I think that's something that uh, John Ennis, who's here in the studio with me, uh, and, and something that I've learned, uh, it's it's not enough to have a point, is it, John? To have a political point. Uh, it, you know, we see a lot of documentaries these days. They're churned out by the, you know, each week there's you know somebody else trying to make a, a political point. Uh, it's harder to make them interesting uh, and fun to watch. And is that why it takes you about four or five or six years to make each one of your documentaries? Well, yeah, you know, <clears throat> I think the bar has been raised from what we were talking about before when the documentary was the only way to get information out to people. And so now it's not enough just to give people this, uh, you know, incredible amount of information about corruption and evil doing. You also have to somehow inspire them on top of that, which is kind of nuts. But that's really what you owe an audience is what I think. And so to really go through and list everything from the Koch brothers and all of their holdings mm -hmm. to, you know, J. Kenneth Blackwell and every single detail he can come up with to make it harder to vote in the state of Ohio. Uh, you know, you really have to be able to present some uh, upside to it so that people know that this is a way out from under it. Uh, yeah. And it has to be fun. It has to be fun. If they turn it off after the first five minutes, you get nowhere. Uh, and so uh, – Trust me on this, people. You'll want to see these DVDs. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Uh, if you want to pledge to support this show, this broadcast, and the type of independent journalism that we do here, uh, yeah, I may rant and rave and scream and shout every now and again, uh, every now and again, but uh, it is in the cause of uh, doing real independent reporting uh, and, and trying to make it fun and interesting uh, along the way, which is not always easy with some of the disturbing topics that we uh, that we cover. 
985-5735 is our phone number. Get all three of these DVDs as a thank you gift and two tickets to the live green carpet premiere out here in Westwood of John Wellington Ennis's newest film, uh, Pay to Play. Uh, that premiere is next week. But please pledge anything you can uh, because uh, station management is watching and they do pay attention to what shows are supported and what shows are not uh, when they're making their programming decisions. And we'd like to be with you every damn day of the week. 818-985-5735 is our phone number to do just that. We're going to be joined uh, momentarily uh, by Desi Doyen. John Ennis is going to stay with us. But before uh, we get to Desi and some green news and tie all of this back um, to both green news uh, and John's newest film, Pay to Play, uh, I want to play a clip from Murder, Spies, and Voting Lies, which is part of Brad's super pack here. This is a story, the Clint Curtis story, uh, that I broke back in, uh, where were we, 2004 over at bradblog.com. We talk about the Clint Curtis story in Uncounted, and it's uh, obviously covered in Murder, Spies, and Voting Lies. Uh, is, is it's a good in, one. Though. Is he in? He's not in uh, free for all, is he? Is no, he one? actually showed up at the premiere and like poked his head in, and he was like, "Am I in this film?" And it was like <laughs> a dream seeing him. Like, you're Clay Curtis. He's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh my god, no, you're not in this one." <laughs> like, he's gonna go walk down the hall to like another film. He's no, he's not in it because he's covered. It, and it's, it's he's not, amazing, but he's yeah, he's 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 fortunately included in these things, it, and he deserves it, his own movie. It, uh, he does. Has and, there been a Hollywood film made of him yet? No, but there should be. Oh my and god, if, there and, should and be. It blows me away. Way that nobody has made a film out of this, and they'd uh, be like, "Oh, nobody would buy it." I'm like, "Dude, it's so real." It I happened. know. I just hope <laughs> it's if they, so crazy. If they do make one, uh, I hope I get to play myself, and they don't tell me I'm wrong for the part. Because that's what I'm <laughs> You'll thinking. Finally, get an acting. Yeah, there you will. Uh, okay, this is from Murder Spies and Voting Lies, a story of Clint Curtis, a story that I broke. A computer uh, programmer from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, who had an amazing uh, story to tell about being asked to create uh, vote-rigging software. And this story, I should tell you in advance, has a very disturbing turn of events in the middle of it. Here is a, a few clips from Murder, Spies, and Voting Lies, the Clint Curtis story. Mr. Curtis, if you would come forward. I would ask the court reporter to swear the witness. Mr. Curtis, would you please state your full name for the record? My uh, name is Clinton Eugene Curtis. And what is your profession? I'm a computer programmer. Mr. Curtis, are there programs that can be used to secretly fix elections? Yes. How do you know that to be the case? Because in October of 2000, I wrote a prototype for President Congressman Tom Feeney at the company I worked for in Oviedo, Florida that did just that. It would rig an election? It would flip the vote 51-49 to whoever you wanted it to go to and whichever race you wanted to win. To whoever you wanted to win. On November 2nd, 2004, George Bush was not popular. He was in the middle of an unpopular war. I was watching the exit polls, and it looked very clear that John Kerry was going to win. And then all of a sudden, the numbers that were coming in did not match up with what was coming in from the exit polls, and it didn't make any sense. It just didn't make any sense. Late in the evening, six states that exit polls showed were going to Kerry suddenly veered off to Bush. Ohio then became the tipping point of the entire national election. In a single precinct in Ohio, a total of 638 ballots were cast on Election Day. Bush received over 4,000 of them. I first came in touch with Clint Curtis after I had reported on a group named Justice Through Music that was putting on a reward of $200,000 for evidence of fraud in the 2004 election. Clint was one of the folks, apparently, who had contacted them with his story, with his information. And he said in, I believe, that very first email to them that he didn't want the reward, but he wanted them to know his story. Speaker of the Florida House, or about to be. Right. He comes into Yang, where you're working. He came in and he wanted a vote fraud system to be built. He wanted a vote fraud system to be built? He wanted a program that could flip the votes 
without anyone seeing it. He wanted it to be able to be run on a touchscreen machine. Okay. In other words, hidden buttons on the screen or something like that. And he wanted the source code to be written in such a way that the manipulation was hidden even if you saw the source code. Lemmy says to you, this corruption goes all the way to the top. Right. And all I have to do is wait a couple weeks and I'll be thrilled with the results. So you waited a couple weeks. And he turned up dead in a Georgia motel room. Yeah, you heard that right. Uh, the man who was investigating this report uh, suddenly turned up dead. The uh, police at the time said it was a suicide, uh, but the photographs of the crime scene, uh, they lost them. They couldn't find them. The, the card didn't work uh, until I broke the story at bradblog.com some years ago. And suddenly they found the pictures. And what do you know? The photos don't match the crime report. Uh, that is from Murder, Spies, and Voting Lies, the Clint Curtis story, one of three uh, of my favorite election integrity documentaries. Uh, you heard me in that uh, documentary, of course. Uh, that is uh, a film by Patty Sheriff. It won the best documentary at the New Jersey Film Festival. Uh, you can also get Uncounted, The New Math of American Elections by David Earnhardt, best documentary at the uh, San Diego Fest Festival, and Free for All, Some Dude's Quest to Save Democracy by John Wellington Ennis who is live in studio with us and premiering his new film, Pay to Play, next week in the theater in, uh, in Westwood. All three of those documentaries, uh, you can get any one of them for $75 to support the broadcast. Uh, you can get all three for $150. For $200 or more, you get all three and two tickets to the, uh, to the premiere next week of Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stake, John Wellington Ennis's newest film, uh, and, uh, of course, the joy in knowing that you have supported independent media that actually matters. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Please help. Please support. 818-985-KPFK. To do that, I want to bring in uh, our producer. You're familiar with her. You hear her every week on the Green News Report. Joining me on the broadcast, uh, Desi Doyen. Hey, Des. Hey. So uh, we are going to get to the Green News Report in a moment, and then I'm going to tie all of this together somehow. The Green News, John's newest film, uh, Pay to Play. We're going to try to make sense of all of these things, but we need folks to call in and support. Yeah, 818-985-KPFK. You can call right now to support the broadcast and the work that we do here at KPFK and the mission of KPFK to be your so your source for local news, for local analysis, for in-depth reporting on stories that the corporate media just will not cover. Uh, you can call us right now, 818-985-KPFK, 818-985-5735, and also to support the Green News Report, which yes. I have to say I am partial to. Oh, and you should be proud. Proud of. Uh, speaking of what the uh, mainstream corporate media will not report, we have been connecting the climate change dots for more than four, five years now yep. on the Green News Report uh, to a little notice sometimes, you think. Uh, but I think people are noticing it and talking about it more and more. We do it every day uh, of the week. Uh, we do two Green News Reports a week, and we bring one of them to you right here on the broadcast. We love to bring them both to you, but we're only on for now once a week unless you complain and change it. By calling 818-985-5735. Shall we get to the latest Green News report? Yeah, I just want to remind people yep. really quick that for your pledge of $75, you get any one of these incredible, excellent election integrity documentaries that, that you won't find anywhere else. That's $75 for any one of these films. Or for a pledge of $150, you get all three in Election Integrity Super PAC, Brad's specially selected documentaries just for you. For a pledge of $150, you get all three and... Even more, why not go all in yeah. for any pledge of $200 or more? You get all three films plus tickets to John Wellington Ennis's premiere of his next film, Pay to Play. That's going to be next Wednesday, uh, June 30th. So for a pledge of $200 or more, you get all of this stuff. You can share these DVDs with the people that you know, people who may not be aware of all that's going on in our election systems. But 
that's that's something that I think that is really important to continue to talk about. You can call us right now, 818-985-KPFK, 818-985-5735, and we get to play you the Green News Report. Well well done, and I'll, I'm going to take uh, – during the Green News Report, I'm going to find out uh, if anyone did answer our call for a 1,000 or more to support this show and to tell us that uh, we need to uh, be on uh, not just once a week, but every day of the week right here on KPFK, 818 818- 5735 uh, a thousand or more just because you're swell 5,000 because you're a god or a goddess uh, and uh, we will come back with much more including John Ennis right after our latest green news report it really looked like you know the cauldron of hell record wildfires burn a million acres in the Pacific Northwest it's official June 2014 was the hottest June on record. EPA moves to block massive pebble mine in Alaska. Plus, hey, where's the beef? Want to cut your emissions? Then cut out that hamburger. Do I have to? Do you care about the planet? Oh, now you're playing the care about the planet card, eh? All of that and much more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Carbon dioxide is actually a benefit to the world, and so were the Jews. Yeah. Wait, what? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, that guy, carbon dioxide is good, and so are the Jews. We also played a clip from him last week on CNBC saying... You don't believe in climate change um, at all. Uh, you made a comment... Just a minute, in, just a minute, just a you, minute. You I a believe in climate in, no, change. Sir, Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so who the hell is that guy, and what the hell is he talking about? Uh, yeah, that's William Happer. He's a professor with no discernible experience in climate science. He is paid by a free market thinker tank that denies climate change and is partly funded by, surprise, ExxonMobil and the Koch brothers. And his connection, apparently he's compared carbon dioxide to the Holocaust or something? Yes, he's basically said that carbon dioxide has been demonized the same way that Jews were demonized during the Holocaust in World War II or something like that. So he was called a denier and he takes offense because people who deny the Holocaust are called deniers and... Oh, it's a whole lot of crazy. I'm glad they give him airtime over on CNBC. Anyway, what kind of real news do you have for us today, Des? Well, first... It really looked like, you know, the cauldron of hell. You know, you can see flames everywhere you looked. A break in the weather is finally helping firefighters who are battling record wildfires across Washington, Oregon, and western Canada. In Washington state, the Carleton Complex fire is now the largest wildfire in state history, burning an area four times larger than Seattle, destroying at least 200 homes. With this kind of heat and wind, it looks like eastern Washington is going to burn to the ground. As of July, in Washington state, the total burn area from numerous fires is already more than the yearly average over the last decade, and fire season's only about a week old. Meanwhile, it's official. June 2014 was the hottest June ever recorded on the planet since record-keeping began in 1880. Impossible. I have been told by Holocaust, I mean global warming deniers, <laughs> that the planet has been cooling over the past 17 years. Yeah, well, not according to the annual State of the Climate Report from NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. This hottest June on record follows the hottest May on record for the planet. That's two months in a row that the planet has broken all-time heat records. For the record, I deny that. Well, the report also confirms that the world's oceans are absorbing much of the heat trapped by greenhouse gas emissions, and that's raising ocean temperatures not just to a record high for the month of June. NOAA says that these were the hottest ocean temperatures ever recorded. Ever. This past spring, levels of heat-trapping carbon dioxide in the atmosphere passed 400 parts per million for the first time in human history and have now stayed above that level. In California, 2013 was the hottest and driest year for the state on record, and in the midst of that record drought, state regulators have ordered an emergency shutdown of 11 oil and gas wastewater injection wells because they could be polluting groundwater. In the past, the state allowed the oil industry to intentionally pollute some groundwater aquifers to dispose of toxic drilling waste because they didn't think those aquifers would ever be tapped. 
Now the state is in record unending drought. ProPublica says the state was so lax in oversight that the oil companies very likely have also polluted protected aquifers. Want to reduce your carbon footprint? No. Well, for those who do, you can do it by cutting out beef. According to a new study in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, beef production has the biggest environmental impact of all livestock production. Researchers studying the entire process from farm to supermarket found that eggs, pork, and poultry were all about equivalent in environmental impact, but beef generates 10 times the environmental impact and has the highest carbon emissions. Finally, score one for salmon. In Alaska, the EPA has proposed new restrictions for water pollution that would effectively block the development of the controversial proposed pebble mine. The EPA has denied them their license to mine? Well, sort of, but not outright. They put a cap on how many miles of streams and wetlands can be destroyed in the headwaters of Bristol Bay, the world's largest salmon fishery. Yeah, sounds like the EPA is a denier to me. For much more on those stories and all the other ones we denied you, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. And you can find and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Shut up. There you go. Our latest Green News report. Yes, ending with some Rod Stewart. Uh, you're listening to the Bradcast. I'm Brad Friedman. This is the Bradcast on KPFK. Uh, and uh, I want, I'm going to tie everything together here in a moment, but I want to remind you to support the Bradcast, to support KPFK, to support Pacifica Radio and all that we do, uh, especially here on this show. On the Green News Report, our coverage of election integrity issues, our coverage of everything else, please call us at 818-985-5735 to get three uh, award-winning documentaries, Free for All, Some Dude's Quest to Save Democracy by John Wellington Ennis, who is here with us, uh, Uncounted, The New Math of American Elections by David Earnhardt, Murder Spies and Voting Lies, the Clint Curtis story by Patty Sheriff, uh, $75 for any one of those, 150 for all three, but 200 or more uh, for all three, plus two tickets to Pay to Play, which premieres next week in Westwood, John Ennis's newest documentary. Uh, give us the 30-second, uh, can, can, can it even be done, John Ennis? 30-second explanation of... How pay-to-play, the next chapter, uh, uh, moves this ball forward now? Well, you know, while I was in Ohio looking at what happened to the votes, Mm -hmm. it occurred to me that what would be even more helpful is if we had good people on the ballots to vote for. What? So what's the obstacle there? Well, it turns out there's a bunch of them. But the main one, it turns out, is money. And so over the course of time, uh, as I started to explore this insiderism versus outsiderism, the entire world changed. Citizens United <laughs> happened, and it just got crazy. And so what this is is sort of a way around the game board, as I presented, of what pay-to-play politics uh, represent and uh, maybe some solutions that we could look at. And some really cool ones. The film features Robert Reich, uh, John Nichols, Lawrence Lessig, Noam Chomsky, Jerry Springer, Van Jones, Marion Williamson, Jack Abramoff, who's been on this show as well. A lot of people we've had on this show. Jack Abramoff, uh, the uh, GOP uber lobbyist who's now out of jail. Tom Hartman, uh, Brad Friedman. Once again, he's in it. He's very good. Heard about uh, that guy. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and, and much more. So you get two tickets to those premieres, uh, to that premiere coming up next week. 818-985-5735. And to tie all of it together, remember, after Citizens United, that is when the Republican Party became a party of deniers. Prior to that, and I've got the clips, but I don't have time for it. Prior to that, they wanted to do something. Cap and trade, carbon tax. Then all of a sudden, Citizens United passed and they realized that, you know what? We're never going to get any money from the Koch brothers unless we deny global warming. All of this comes together. It's all about election integrity. Joined now by uh, Alan Minsky, our uh, interim program director. Uh, program director? Is that what? Yes. yes program yes. director here at KPFK. How are Eight, we doing, Alan? We're doing great. 818-985-5735. 818-985-KPFK. 
I really want to encourage people to pick up uh, the $200 package if they can. Any of the films that are featured, including Free for All, One Dude's Quest to Save Democracy by John Wellington Ennis right here, is a $75 pledge. For a $200 pledge, you get two other films plus a pair of tickets to see Mr. Ennis's brand new film, Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stakes, and that is a week from tonight at the Crest Theater in Westwood. Your name, you have to use a credit card for that donation, and your name will be there at will call. And again, this is one of the obviously most urgent issues in terms of whether this is or is not a democratic society. Uh, the uh, role of money in our politics, and of course, election integrity. The election integrity package goes sort of in a coordinated way with all of the um, uh, issues that are raised, along with the money in politics issue that John is investigating in his new film. So for a $200 pledge, call 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. We have five minutes left, Brad. We need 10 more people to call in the next five minutes, 818-985-5735. We were talking uh, at the top of the show how election integrity is a three-legged stool, campaign finance, access to the polls, and counting the votes. Uh, the new film, Pay to Play, which you can get tickets for uh, with your with your pledge uh, to that premiere, uh, talks about Citizens United, talks about how that has bastardized everything in our democratic system, small d democratic system, uh, and, and the fight to do something about it, which is now being done out here in California. We will have uh, on the ballot this fall, Prop 49, an advisory uh, proposition uh, which calls on Congress uh, to, to pass an amendment to change the Constitution, uh, to uh, say that, uh, you know what, corporations are not people. Money is not speech. That's Prop 49. So uh, that's all discussed in uh, Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stakes, which is premiering next week. By the way, it's uh, hosted the premiere by uh, Rick Overton, our friend, yes, the our comedian. Friend. Very yes. good guy. Uh, former, former KPFK host. It, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't he know used that. to host Free Forum, which is now hosted by Terrence. Did McNally. he really? Mm-hmm. Rick Overton did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. does so much. I know he does. And so yeah, and so for your pledge of two hundred dollars or more, you can get a pair of tickets to see Rick Overton introduce <laughs> and host next week's screening of Pay to Play, John Wellington Ennis's new documentary, and, and that also gets you, can, you and you can walk down the green carpet. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> and you can walk down the green carpet. Again, that's for your pledge of $200 or more. You get all three of these awesome election integrity documentaries, plus you get tickets to a pair of tickets to next week's premiere of Pay to Play. And most importantly, you support KPFK Radio and the broadcast here, 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Now's the moment to call in and to support KPFK's initiative to develop investigative journalism on your airwaves, the people's airwaves here in Southern California. 818 818- 985-5735-818-985-KPFK. We're very proud to bring you Brad and Desi's work every week here. And uh, again, Brad Friedman, really one of the great defenders of the the, the hope and promise of democracy in America. Yeah, uh, and we're still hoping. Uh, <laughs> let me, and, and just because, in case people don't don't believe me, I'm going to play this one clip. Clip number 12, G, uh, is a short clip. Uh, just to, if you don't believe me, before Citizens United, and how that changed everything. Uh, this was how the Republican Party, including Sarah Palin, Newt Gingrich, Mitt Romney, Rudy Giuliani, John McCain, how they used to talk about uh, climate change. Clip number 12. I believe that man's activities certainly can be contributing to the issue of global warming, climate change. Uh, climate change is real. It's happening. I believe human beings are contributing to it. The fact is, is that we have had climate change. Uh, Clearly, uh, humans have something to do with it. Our country must take action to address climate change. I think the the risks of climate change are real and that uh, you're seeing climate change. I think human activity is contributing to it. I've been to Greenland. I've been to the South Pole. I've been to the Arctic. I know it's real. I've been involved in this effort for many years and we've got to act. I think we ought to have some cap and trade. And we ought to declare that we will be uh, oil free of energy consumption in this country within a decade. If you can find a way to do it that's economically affordable and that has a good quality of life, why wouldn't you do it? That was five, uh, 2007, 2008. That's how the Republican Party used to speak uh, about climate change until elections were bastardized with the Citizens United decision. That's what we're trying to fight here. Those are the stories we try to tell here on the broadcast. And we ask for your support, 818-985-5735, for Brad's Election Integrity DVD Super PAC. 
Uh, Alan, any final thoughts here? Yeah, please call. We still need a few more calls to make our goal. $75 for any one of the films, $150 for the Super PAC, $200, and a pair of tickets along with the Super PAC to see the brand new film, Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stakes, by John Wellington Ennis, who's joined us here in studio today. Thank you so much. You guys got a great sushi chef here. Uh, oh, I know we do. Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, and for all you do, John. Uh, Desi Doyen, thank you for helping us out today and for uh, producing, as always. My thanks to G on the soundboard, Alan Minsky. Thank you very much, sir, thank for you. jumping in. Uh, it's not too late to call. 818-985-5735. 818-985-KPFK. Please support uh, the broadcast support Pacifica Radio support KPFK we rely on you to do all that we do uh, until next time I'm Brad Friedman you can find me on the Twitters at the Brad blog or of course at bradblog.com good night America please call and pledge <laughs>